Blog Talk Radio. shows that you did that uh, you didn't like or that you would say I helped you along the way as far as well this isn't what I want to do pretty much any show that I got too drunk at and there was footage those <laughs> are the shows that really suck because when, <laughs> I used to when you're waiting around show. forever <laughs> you right, don't know when you're going on party. and you're waiting around for me, yeah, for me, I get there, I'm like, all right, I'm nervous as shit, so I'm going to have a couple drinks. Then it's like, oh, we're pushing back the time, so we're going to wait for more people to show up. This person wants to go on, so we're going to switch this around, they're going to be going here. And if I stop, I'm going to say the first, if I stop, have a couple drinks and I stop drinking, then I just want to pass out. I get tired, so, so I keep drinking, and then finally I go up at 1 o'clock in the morning or something, and I'm completely, completely wasted. If there's no footage, then I think I killed it. I'm drunk. But as soon as I see a video of myself, I'm like, oh man, that was not how I thought it sounded. You are now listening to the most cutting edge live radio show on Blog Talk Radio, Jamie Joshua Live. Jamie Joshua Live here, Sunday night at 11 on Blog Talk Radio. Back on a Sunday night, took a vacation to Vegas, Grand Canyon, all that. But So I got a two-banger for you tonight. I'll be coming on at midnight. Um, with some of my favorite moments from the show, calling it the best of Jamie Joshua Live, but really the best of Jamie Joshua Live. You have to listen to every single episode in its entirety. <laughs> anyway, um about to bring on my guest this week. I got Slink, who's been a grinding for a long time out there doing shows just to perform at the last Jelly Roll show at Scully's that all of you I know were at. I couldn't be there, of course, had to work. But um, 718-664-6482. Damn, I still remember that number. It's the number to call in uh, live here. Um, before I get before I get my guest on here and connect him, um, want to should go ahead and do something because uh, I have a lot of good ideas that would like save a lot of the the world's problems. You know, so on the show I feel like I should you know just tell different things that have my ideas and how to solve things like uh, bank robberies will be the topic today and tonight. Um, banks get robbed, right? And, you know, people come in there either with a note or with, you know, guns like, hey, you know, give me all your money. And um, put the money in the bag or whatever, and then they run out of the bank. So why haven't they thought of this yet? <laughs> how do you prevent all future bank robberies? Yes, I I have the solution for that, and um, I'll be telling you that at the end of the show. <laughs> See, um, that's called being smart. That's called because <laughs> I'm getting smarter as, as as the years go on, and uh, I know how to uh, keep people. You know, you got to stay tuned if you want to know how to solve all future bank robberies. Uh, anyway. About to have Slink on the line here. Let's check out this new this new joint. 
and then uh, K Money is called Thank You Celebration. Triple Black Beat, Rock a Five Baby. I feel like I'm not good enough Who am I to not just give up? Life is tough, so I drink to get drunk Cases and bottles are lying in my drizzle I feel like I'm not good enough Who am I to not just give up? Life is tough, so I drink to get drunk Cases and bottles are lying in my drizzle Reckless driving, yes, I'm drinking on a 40 ounce It ain't my first one, half four at the house don't be squeaky, keep it quiet like a church mouse Need a drinky, drink a back to the nut house If I go there, I'll just get back out And just keep drinking till I pass out Pockets on full so the cup ain't empty Lemonade and vodka, that's that lemmy I'm turned up trying to be so faded Bartender chronic coke is so tasty I'm drinking and I'm drinking but I can't get drunk Cause I'm waiting on this motherfucking club to get drunk Cheers, cheers, drink away your sorrow Celebrate today cause there may be no tomorrow Bottles, glasses, cans in the air Raise them all around like you just don't care I feel like I'm not good enough Who am I to not just give up? Life is tough so I drink to get drunk Cases and bottles are lying in my drizzle I feel like I'm not good enough Who am I to not just give up? Life is tough so I drink to get drunk Pop the molly on sweat, pop the bottles on flex These hoes I ain't stressing, no school I learned my lesson And I be getting faded like, how the fuck am I getting home? No. Yeah, what's up, we got Slink on the line, how you doing, what's good? What's up, bro? I just had to chill, feel I'm pissed off <laughs> Spend too much money on my vacation <laughs> That's cool but, um, um, as I had already mentioned, you, you uh, just performed at that last big uh, Jelly Roll show at Scully's. I want to ask you how that was. Um, yeah, that was a great show, man. There were 750 people in the building. Got to meet Jelly Roll. He was real nice. I had a merch table right next to his stuff. We sold a lot of shirts and a lot of CDs. So it was the type of shows that I'd like to do again. Yeah, everyone everyone I knew that night was saying that they were going to that show, so I know, I know that place had to be fucking packed. Yep. Anyway, uh, what, what did something just uh, uh this can't be avoided now? Uh, I heard a, a rumor <laughs> that you had got arrested on Friday night. Uh, yeah, I, um, unfortunately. Um, I was arrested on Friday night. If anybody was on my Facebook or Instagram, they were seeing that I posted a picture of a big-ass bottle of Alizé. It wasn't the first one I had. I went to the store to get another one, and I didn't make it home that night until I was bailed out the next day. So I was unfortunately detained for drinking, which is one of the things I love to do. <laughs> Me too, and I've seen the big picture of the Alizé. I was, I was jealous. <laughs> so um, you think it's going to... Turn out of this? Well, you have a court date coming up. Oh, 
Yeah, court date, I mean, hopefully it'll make me be smarter. I mean, I try to stay away from being a violent person or a criminal nowadays because I have a goal, which is to be a rapper or to be able to take care of myself and the people around me. So I don't want to be in situations like that. But, I mean, it wasn't the first time I went to the county. It's not, hopefully it's the last time, but, I mean, unfortunately, sometimes things that you do just end up wrong. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is probably going to try to hit you in the pocket, give you some kind of a fine. That's what it's all about. Yeah. But, I mean, I love that drinking celebration song, and that's why I had you play that, too, because I mean, at least I'm being honest in my music and not being like these some of the people that we all know that are out there that rap about things that they don't do. I mean, I didn't set it up to happen this way, but honestly, I make songs about getting drinking and partying, and that's what I got in trouble for. Yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely something that's hard to avoid when you're out there, you know, doing shows and then in clubs all the time and just in the whole general scene. I mean, how how in the hell would one even avoid that? Even if they didn't like drinking, they would still be around it constantly. And, I mean, who doesn't like drinking? <laughs> all right. So it's, 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 it's shitty. <laughs> but uh, good that you got the hell out of there yesterday. So I wouldn't have even known because I booked you for the show a week ago. <laughs> right. It was like shit. Well, he's not on the show because he's locked up. But talking about more about this, um, I know you got some things coming up that um, you you want to let everybody know what, what shows you got coming up going on. Um, well, the next big thing that I have going to Lansing, Michigan on July, uh, June 14th with uh, my manager Robert Fallen Angels and K Money. Part of SRSG, so real, so ground. Um, we're going to be going to Michigan at Yuli's House of Rock to open up for um, a headlining act named um, Lake Selby. He's originally from Lansing, Michigan, and stays somewhere else. And he's doing a Northern Hype tour. I've already done another show. I'm part of his Midwest Northern Hype tour. This is going to be the second one, and I'm looking forward to that and getting out of Columbus and performing somewhere else. Yeah, how long? I know I met you two or three years ago, but uh, how long have you been at this? How long have you been doing shows and and music? Oh, well, since I was 14, I always like rapped and hung out and talked about it. But I mean, now I'm 26 years old. It's 2014. Probably at the end of 2010 is when I did my first show in Columbus with uh, somebody that you guys might know named Pidge that I used to rap with for a while. I did shows with him for about a year or so. The first one was at Woodlands Tavern, and uh, that was with Ronnie Polo, and that's where I met some of the people that fucked me over in the rap game and some of the people that helped me out. So it's been since uh, December 2010 that I've been doing shows, recording in Columbus and trying to move forward and be serious about it, getting everything mixed and mastered and sounding right and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah, and I saw that you were featured in some magazine, too, as well. Yeah, I was in uh, Black Steel Entertainment's magazine. If you Google that, you could probably find a link to download the magazine. It was a contest, uh, Your Time to Shine contest. I actually came in second place, but I still got a four-page spread with pictures and a little interview in there. And that uh, magazine's based in 
I believe, Atlanta, Georgia, possibly, or one of those southern states. So that's not a local thing either. So big shout-out to uh, Black Steel for doing that for me, too. Yeah, look, look, though. Uh, you, you mentioned about uh, some people that have helped you in the game, some people that have fucked you over in the game. Now, uh, now uh, well, let's just talk about a little bit of the politics, actually, of of, of doing this because, uh, you know, there are – there are people out there that, you know, do have certain intentions of trying to take advantage of, of artists, and I don't know if he's come across that. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. when I first started, um, I mean, I basically was meeting people and going ear by ear. I mean, everybody seemed like they were doing their thing, doing shows. Some people asked for deposits, and everybody knows that for shows. Some people ask for deposits for bigger shows. Some people are true to their word, and some people are just lying to get their money in their pocket to give it to their promoter. And if you don't know a promoter themselves or know of him, I would advise not to just give your money to another artist unless you know that they're with a certain promotional group or you've had good history with them in the past. Because if you don't, then sometimes you'll get your money cooking. But that's only happened to me once, and fortunately, since that's happened, the man who did it to me hasn't been seen doing a lot. He lost a major record deal due to that, and um, I mean, you just got to treat everyone correctly, and things will work out for you, hopefully. Yeah, that guy had some bad karma coming his way, I guess. Yeah, some bad habits. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good thing about uh, social networking and everything, because... Uh, you can get into a, a group of people and talk to people and really find out like who's who and who's what and, and uh, that's the uh, digital age. I know you're on uh, different sites, Reverb Nation, YouTube, all over the place. Look up Slink. And uh, but um, what, what, whatever happened with you and Pidge? Because that was the first time I met you and I got a CD of you guys and that was the group for me and and I didn't I didn't know that you, why you two would split up. Um, I mean, basically, you just, I mean, I don't know, some other drunken situations happened, never, never anything where me and him got into a problem, but it would be a drunken situation where uh, people don't understand, like, all right, if you're going to be chilling with people and you're drunk and the next day something fucked up happens and everybody was drunken, you can't only hold one person responsible for what had happened, first of all. Because everyone's being fucking a drunk. Everyone's drinking and partying together. I mean, most of the time, everything that's not serious, nothing serious. When you're drunk, you just take everything serious, and sometimes it gets out of hand. But back to the question about Pidge, I mean, I'm still cool with the guy, but personally, he just he's not going in the same direction. He's older. He's from another state. He's got other priorities. He's just, I mean... Um, I just don't think we're on the same page anymore. I'm trying to make something out of rap to him. It may have been more like a hobby, not to take anything away from him, but because I've heard those words come out of his mouth before that it was more of a hobby to him and not something that he wanted to make a career out of. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I've known a couple of dudes that in a similar spot where uh, you know you kind of kind of break break free if you're if you're the guy that's seriously pursuing it and uh, nothing against uh, him or any, anyone else but you know sometimes it's sometimes it is best to just just 
do your own do your own thing, you know, come out and uh, not have to worry about the group setting and, or, or a band setting when you gotta you know please five people. <laughs> five people gotta agree right. on something. Yeah, but, well, um, there's um, a. I mean, I I like to be in a group more or less. I mean, that was the first time after me and him stopped doing a lot of recording together. I did go out and record for a four-album EP called One of a Kind EP that came out 2013. I went and performed that all by myself last year. But, and then uh, I got a new manager who's got a promotion group. I've been doing digital photography, digital media, and digital design, trying to get my name out there through that as well. And, I mean, I, I like working with the group, so that's why I've got K-Money, one of my friends from when I was younger, out here with me now trying to, Help each other get out here. Yeah, and he's he's pretty good. I was listening to a lot of stuff you've released. It's a good it's a good mix of you to you guys. You sound different, and lots of times two rappers come on, you can't tell who's who. <laughs> yeah. But um, is there talking about uh writing writing and uh I'm sure you write your own lyrics. You don't know, have someone yes. write for you, a ghostwriter. <laughs> So, uh, as far as like what you do, you're always out performing at shows. So uh, you're smart enough to know that like you gotta have that hook in there, and something that's like like people can like catch on to and remember, know, and be singing along to. And you're really good at that. So like like how do you how long does it take you usually to come up with your hooks? And, uh, um, to actually write a hook, I feel that um. To me, it's real fast. If I'm working on something for longer than it, just being there in the moment of the time, to me, I'm either working too hard or not hard enough because for you to sit there and continue to work on one hook for like a week or more than a day, that's, you're thinking too much. So, And then it's going to be harder for it to be catchy because for it to be catchy, it just has to come out of your mind or off your tongue the way that you thought about it. So don't take too long to write anything and just try to – to be out of the normal and say something different when you're writing a hook. So it can be something that you think a certain genre of people or a group of people will like, but it's not really out there, and no one's taking advantage of the type of choruses you're saying or the words that you're talking about or the type of lifestyle. It's got to be unique. Yeah, because uh, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of Drake clones right now, and there's a lot of, uh, like, Two changes, two changes, kind of, you know, or Juicy J like repeat one word kind of type deal, and I'm not, I'm not into that kind of shit. <laughs> Is there any right. like trends or anything that like you can't stand that rappers do? I mean, I grew up, and the reason why I'm a rapper is because I, I grew up a fan of rap and the. Idols, Eminem, Jay-Z, Tupac, most of the dead rappers. I mean, I can't knock anything that they've done or how far they've came, but some of the new people, I just don't understand. I'm not going to say that I don't like it. Some of their stuff's kind of catchy, some of it's not, but I'm not going to really pick on anybody. I'm just going to say there is stuff out there that is definitely garbage and should never be on the radio. <laughs> yeah, so um, you're making stuff that you want to hear, that you like, and not something that to be like the garbage on the radio. <laughs> what what was the question again? <laughs> it was. <wasn't, yeah. laughs> 
wasn't really a question. It was more so like a comment because I could tell like you're. Oh, really just a comment of what I said. Isn't catering to the, like what everyone else does nowadays? Because um, you know, you can, you know, I think artists try to duplicate whatever's hot right now, but you know, there's going to be six thousand other people doing that, and so how are you supposed to stand out when uh, you know, that trend won't even be, you know, nobody will be caring about it in a week. <laughs> right. So, yeah, unfortunate event Friday, but uh, glad that that, that that wasn't worse than that for you. And uh, let me see if you are, got anything else, any any advice for people trying to be a part and be involved in the in the game like you are, like what would you tell like a young guy like coming up? Because I'm sure people come up to you telling you they want to be a rapper, check out my shit. Yeah, I mean, just always uh... – just take the advice of the person you're asking the advice from, basically. I mean, if you want to ask somebody something, they don't give you the answer you want to hear, then you're stuck already in what you want to hear. You don't want their advice. You just want to hear the answer that you're looking for. So, I mean, you got to take the advice if you're asking for it. That would be the first piece of advice. <laughs> and then besides that, it's just like we were just talking about, don't mimic other people because once you've made it as far with that style, it's already going to be played out. So don't do that. And I mean, just keep it 100 with people. Like don't jump in too fast trying to sell all your CDs and sell all your merchandise and stuff until you've actually been around many different groups of people and been formed and performed and shown and proved that you, you deserve to be there before you go in and saying, oh, I have a record label. My name is so-and-so Productions or whatever. And you're not even going to a real studio. Don't do that. Just start off and say you're a beginner. Don't say that you're the owner or CEO of something that doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> the, uh, the, part, the good thing you said there is take the advice of someone what someone tells you because a lot of people, you know, do something for you know a couple times, and they feel like they become real know-it-alls, and they they know everything. Yeah. Anything else that just like like just like pisses you off? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Too many happy things. <laughs> pisses me off. I mean, it's people that repeat doing the same thing, complain about it, thinking they're gonna get somewhere. I mean. Just, I mean, I live in the hood. I've been in the suburbs. I've been in the hood. Hopefully one day I get out of the hood and in a nicer place to raise my family. But I don't, I, I, I associate with everybody in the world. I don't hate no one. I like everyone. But an individual, I can hate what they do and the things they do. And you can just tell by the way someone carries themselves if they want to be successful or not. So I hate people that don't want to be successful and have given up already in life. I hate people that give up. Yeah. And you have a song called Never Give Up. You also have a song yeah. called One of a Kind. And um, I was actually listening to it again last night. And on the song you say that you've been into this girl since you were nine years old. <laughs> and I was just wondering if that's actually true or if that was just made for a song. <laughs> like, is there a song that um, had, like, this? That song actually is metaphorical. The girl is actually hip-hop, so I'm talking about hip-hop is as the girl in that song. Uh, I didn't even catch it. <laughs> I'll have to listen to it again. <laughs> Yeah. You fooled me. 
Yeah. Um, so I know you're coming up at uh, Park Street in um, July. That's on Saturday night, July 12th. I know for everyone listening yeah. that can't go to Michigan, the other show, and I know you're on that show with the Favorite Soul. Yeah. Save Your Soul is going to be the host and co-headliner with an artist out of Kansas City named Matt Marlin that I met on the Recognized Tour when I did that over here through DVST. I'm at Alarosa. That's where I met Matt Marlin. Uh, Fallen Angel Promotions is going to have him at that show. Um, we're waiting for the response of uh, the person in charge of all the shows and stuff at Willis Productions because he's also the owner of Woodland Tavern and all those places, not just Park Street. So he's going to get the tickets to us as soon as possible. I know everybody's waiting for those. Yeah. Uh, he's a busy man. See, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, let's, now let's talk about something happy. What are, what are some of your uh, real good memories from doing this and, and going places? And uh, anything really stick out in your mind is like just being on hell of a night. <laughs> I mean, so many of it. I mean, every time is is a great time usually. But, I mean, when you do those big shows with 700 people or something like that, that's always a good night. It was nice as hell to meet Jelly Roll. The first show I did with somebody that wasn't from Columbus was Prozac, and I did that through DVST Promotions. And that show, I mean, it wasn't that huge, but it was great being in a show with somebody from Strange Music. So, that definitely was a happy, great day. Yeah. Well, um, what's your what's all your links so everybody can go to your check your your stuff out, listen to your your music. Um, ReverbNation.com/slash/slinkthesapphireking. Um, Facebook.com/slash/artist formerly known as Slink. Got um. SoundCloud Link the King and here is the Sapphire King. YouTube the Sapphire King fourteen. Oh yeah, I also uh got a video I want everybody to watch that was uh for the funk volume contest. It has me and Kevin in it that's on my YouTube page. It's called It's On. And uh I want everyone to see that video. Oh yeah, I just I just checked it out and I I, see, I love the part where the trunk opens, pops up, and you see all the merch and everything. Right. Well, uh, thanks for coming on and and talking to us and uh, and uh, stay up and uh, glad you're not in uh, any real serious trouble. <laughs> all right. All right. Thanks, Jamie. Man, let's do this uh, again, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'll see you around. Uh, good talking to you, man. All right, bro. All right, well, that's about wrapping it up here on Jamie Joshua Live. And uh, I'll have to uh, get to my uh, bank robbery, how to prevent bank robberies. Because uh, <laughs> this is really easy. I mean, I don't know why they haven't thought about this. But um, if someone comes in and robs a bank, there should just be a button that you're able to push that automatically locks the doors of the bank. <laughs> That's it. That's your simple solution. No banks would ever get robbed again. Because why would people go into a bank thinking that they're going to rob a bank and get money if they know as soon as they try to do that, they'll just be locked inside. 
So it's like either, you know, suicide mission, you know, shoot out with police, take hostages, all that, that ain't going to work, you know. So that's my um, first piece of advice to the world, if anyone's listening. Um, very easy. I, I mean, it may cost a lot of money <laughs> to uh, set up that kind of thing, but, I mean, I mean, how much money could, you know, automatic door lock cost for all banks in the world? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it'd be worth it because I guess several bank bank robberies go unsolved. You know? Yeah, so uh, in the weeks to come here on the show, I'll be solving more of the world's problems and I'm giving you a real simple solution. I mean, really, I should be president. I mean, because I have so many good ideas and, and things that would just alter everything. <laughs> but yeah, that's James Joshua Live here. I want to thank Flink and uh, stay tuned right here because coming up at midnight will be the best of Jamie Joshua Live because I've been doing this all year with different people, you know, you know, uh, clips of some of my favorite moments from the shows. You know, just a lot of fun, a lot of serious talk, a lot of insight. That's what I do. That's what I'm trying to bring you and provide you. And I got a lot of guests lined up here for next month. So just uh, stay tuned. Be- become a, uh, what do you say, addicted? Oh, and shout out to my son, Drew, who is uh, with us here today. Actually, he's not with us here today. So I don't know why I'm saying. <laughs> he's shouting out, Drew. Anyway, uh, everybody be good. And, uh, Triple Black Beat, rock a bye, baby. I feel like I'm not good enough. Who am I to not just give up life? It's tough, so I drink the 